Hey guys, this is Wildcat Chris Harris, TNA original and one half of six-time TNA World Tag Team Champions, America's Most Wanted. You are listening to the TNA Cross the Line Podcast. TNA Wrestling, Cross the Line. And we're back with episode 207 of the TNA Cross the Line Podcast. I am Bob Gong Jr. And with me, as always, is Dallas Gridley. And Dallas, it's almost the new year. Dude, I'm freaking counting down. 2006, it's coming. That, that's it. Well, I, you know, I wish I thought about this um, sooner. Because I was about to, I was hoping you were going to say something else. And then I was going to tell you. About the top song from 2006 and how I couldn't wait to hear it. What is it? Um, Daniel Powder, Bad Day. Oh, wow. Or Temperature by Sean Paul. Promiscuous by Nelly Furtado featuring Timberland. You're Beautiful by James Blunt. You're beautiful. I don't know if I, I don't know if I am ready to hear the top songs of 2006 yet. What else happened in the world events 2006? I mean, we got to get excited about something here, right? Not just the face of wrestling changing. Yeah. Um, the Sago Mine disaster, the immigration protest, McCartney Mills separate, the World Cup final. Wow, there's a lot of just really great stuff coming up. Yeah, this isn't looking good, actually. Let me be honest with you. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But here in TNA Wrestling, 2006 is about to get very exciting. But, Bob, we have one more show before we can truly discuss how excited we are. That's today's episode. It's the New Year's Eve special. It's on at 8 p.m. And then here in just a few hours, we'll be uh, covering the New Year's Day special, the first matches of 2006, along with who knows what else they're about to do on that mini show. And of course, as we mentioned on last week's episode, it will also be our 2005 year review episode. We're going to do a a little combined show there. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about 2005, and then we will watch the first stuff of 2006. It's going to be kind of an interesting little uh, thing to do. Pretty excited. I am beyond excited. I've never been more excited in my life than to relive everything that we've already talked about. Of course. Dallas loves to do that. Oh, yeah. It's it's TNA. There's so much to talk about, so much going on. Um, And I guess we should talk briefly about what we saw on our last week's episode on the Christmas Eve edition. I know, Bob, you had a great holiday. Um, you know, unfortunately, you did have COVID again, so you were unable to spend it with your family, so you just ordered Applebee's. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but no. Oh. You got to spend the time with your family? 
I'm hoping. Hit. I'm hoping that I was able to not get COVID again. Even though I never had COVID, it was somebody around me had COVID. I thought you did have COVID. No, I've never had COVID. Well, I want you to know it's coming for you. I have a friend who. <laughs> okay, that's. There, I, I have a friend who um, didn't have it the whole time ever, and they just got it this week. Oh. So it's coming. If you haven't had it, you're getting it. Well, that's nice. I remember when I had COVID and then you and Austin guilted me into doing like a pod. Well, I mean, that was just for your own well-being. <clears throat> it was not. I That was like a, I was having a fever dream. Yeah, well, you like got to watch Techno Team 2000. So. I wish it was. It probably wasn't even that good of a show. Oh. Anyways. I, don't know, I feel like I have a fever dream every time I'm forced to sit down here and talk to you. You're such a liar. Uh, on the uh, Christmas Eve edition of Impact from last week, number 77, in case you were wondering, um, we saw Christopher Daniels defeat Eric Young in three minutes and nine seconds. Abyss defeated Chris Sabin four minutes and 44 seconds. Ron Killings defeated Kenny King in a minute and 21 seconds. And then in the main event, Christian Cage defeated Chris Harris in seven minutes and 29 seconds. Couple highlights of stuff that went down during this. Um, in that first match between Daniels and Eric Young, Dave, uh, sorry, Dave Hebner was not there. It was Alex Shelley came out on that one, and of course, the Prince of Punk, wanting to get the X Division punked, was once again there. Is Don Harris was like, "Hey, get off of the stage!" And didn't do anything. It was during the Abyss and Chris Sabin match where Dave Hebner was taking some serious notes as he was crouching down to be able to take the notes differently um, for some reason. And then Ron Killings and Kenny King, after that match, Bullet Bob Armstrong came out and said, hey, I want to get you guys together. And Killing says, nah, I'm done. And is then just started dancing. We also saw Santa Claus with his little helper come out in the beginning of the show to give Christian Cage some, some gimmicks to make him look like a world champion. They included a don't piss me off shirt, some white pants, a wig and construction glasses, and a mini guitar. Don't piss me off. Yeah, it's kind of funny that that's what they did instead of like, uh, like trying to chosen one, or like a just a TNA shirt or something. Like, there's they're not a Jeff Jarrett TNA shirt yet. You know, I would have done the double J like '95. See, that would have been probably. Shit. I mean, the "Don't piss me off" is like a really awful catchphrase. So, like, I'm not surprised that they were like, "Let's just use that." How did you figure it's a bad? Uh... I hate that catchphrase, dude. Don't piss me off. Don't piss me off. Choke on that, slap nuts. I mean, I don't honestly love that either. Like, slap nuts is, like, such a weird thing to me. But I think he said that it was, like, something his grandma would say. So I get why he, like, says it. I'm the king of the mountain. Ain't I great? I like that one. I like ain't I great. But anyways. uh, So a lot went down. And we sort of know that um, some things that we may be seeing on our New Year's Eve special here, where Jeff Jarrett and Monty Brown are teaming up in tag team action, uh, Samoa Joe's in action, and then we do already know that AJ Styles and James Storm will be facing off in the main event. And that was because of the press release that they put out um, that we talked about on last week's episode. So pretty crazy stuff. Uh, Bob, do you have anything to add before I get into some notes before today's episode? No, I'm just happy to be here. 
Yeah, you're just waiting for your uh, Applebee's. Um, well, they did. They did pick. They did just pick it up. Oh wow! So it's coming during this episode, guys. The white chicken Alfredo is on its way. Listen, as a type two diabetic, I can't be eating fucking pizza every day. All right. I'm sure Applebee's has no sugar content and is fine for your blood sugar. Uh, it doesn't spike it, I'll tell you that right now. And chicken is basically a free meal, so fuck you. Isn't it? It's probably got to be fine if it spikes as long as it goes back down, right? Well, yeah. Okay. Say yeah, no so by, if it goes, like, up, as long as it comes back down, we're good. But if it keeps on going up, 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 I'm done. I'll be exactly. You're done. Okay, Samoa Joe. He uh, unfortunately injured his ankle at an IWA Mid-South show um, this past weekend. And it literally was, I believe, happened the day before this. So Bob will talk about it in our indie notes. Uh, He came out shortly before his next match, so it was a tournament situation, and said he couldn't continue because he hurt himself. And he felt it was better to come out and let the folks know himself as opposed to having someone from the promotion do it. He was in pretty bad shape, apparently, that night. And there was fear that it was a serious injury. But the latest we've heard at press time is that he's okay and should be good to go by this coming weekend. Well, it sounds like he just didn't want to work the rest of the show. No, that's not true. Uh, The December 24th uh, edition of TNA Impact did a .9 rating, which has to be considered an excellent number coming on Christmas Eve, which is usually a terrible night for ratings. It tied the best number that the company has done. So that is pretty good. Um, also, Bob, uh, some of the other notes I'm going to tell you here, um, just just as a, um, you know, just to be fully transparent here with you, uh, this Wrestling Observer newsletter is from January 9th, which is obviously a decent amount of time bef- um, after what we're watching. Um, there is seems to be a weird gap where they don't cover stuff in the Observer, so I am borrowing some notes from this Observer to talk about now because they don't seem to really spoil much of what we are watching and on not our next episode, because next episode is the New Year's Day special, but on the 7th, I think it is. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, we will be finishing essentially this Observer with some other notes. So it's kind of a weird, we're at a weird time with the Wrestling Observer. Um, there's just like a weird area that they're like not overlapping properly. But anyways, just so you have some reference of what we're what we're talking about. Um, Antonio Pena apparently asked Conan to bring in two wrestlers from TNA with him who can also work big shows in Mexico on a regular basis to form an American heel group. Pena's idea is to use Jeff Jarrett to turn Conan babyface because all the promoters booking Conan in Mexico have been telling Pena he needs to be a face to maximize his spot show drawing power. Uh, even as a heel, he gets cheered everywhere, and Pena has told him he doesn't want to fight the audience. So Conan may be uh, turning babyface there in Mexico. Um, some more um, interesting news coming out of Mexico, and I'm sure I will botch some of these names, so my apologies as I read this. Uh, I think it's Paco Alonso continues to do whatever he can to put the screws to people who have left him. Um, a big deal in TNA's attempt to secure business relationship with uh, Alonzo is that TNA feels that they would likely have to dump Conan to make the deal. Now you're wondering why. Uh, well, and right now, Conan, with his recent work on interviews, um, is continued, is, he's too valuable to dump as a pawn. Now, TNA loves the idea to work 
as Conan with a mouthpiece for Pero Aguayo Jr. and other Mexicans who can work as heel as heels. Um, but politically, Alonso won't let it happen. So it's all like political stuff, right? Like Conan, he essentially burned a lot of bridges, and so that's why they have to dump Conan to get another business deal done in Mexico because they don't want to work with him. He's done that with a lot of different places. Yes. In Mexico. Yes, a lot. <laughs> it seems to be. Yeah, uh, we've heard about it even on here quite a bit. Um, so, TNA is not willing to obviously dump Conan right now. Um, so, it's probably not going to happen. There was a, um indie show on December 29th. Russell Birmingham uh, show. The promotion had its best show to date. Mm. And that's because they used a lot of younger TNA talent to augment the 70s and 80s stars who drew the local crowds. Um, such as Robert Fuller managing Sonny Siaki and Elix Skipper. Like, kind of random. That's uh, very random. <laughs> yeah. Um, AJ Styles uh, fought Samoa Joe. Or sorry, they they're gonna be fighting. Sorry, they're gonna be fighting mm-hmm. on February third. So another show for this, so that they're advertising. Um, it looks like BG James was um, on the show. Jeff Jarrett um, and Dennis Condry got involved in that main event match. So they used TNA stars to kind of kind of help this. Uh, those uh, those shows are on YouTube. Really, I've never, I've never heard of uh, heard of this before. So. Yeah, it's Russell. It's what Russell Birmingham. Birmingham, Birmingham. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Okay, if I knew how to spell, I could do it. Uh, yeah. No, they're definitely on here. Nice. I know what I'm doing later. Two thousand. Well, yeah, two thousand five. But this is like the end of two thousand five, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is the twenty ninth, December twenty ninth. Oh my god, this opening video package for them is like, you would think it's fucking 1976. Holy crap. That's funny. Um, How come I can't search on this stupid thing? Well, that's stupid. Oh, okay, wait. Alright, so it looks like... <clears throat> what What was the date for that one? December 29th. Okay, so the only ones it only goes up to October. But well, judging I, by what I'm looking here, uh, Rick Steiner's there. Uh, Raven uh, looks like he has an ankle lock on BG James. Yeah, so I actually just pulled and see this isn't matching my notes, but I'm glad I just pulled this up on Cage Match. Um, Air Paris fought David Young. Uh, let's see what else we got. Elix Skipper and Sunny Siaki against the Naturals. And then Jeff Jarrett and BG James main evented the uh, the show. So that's the TNA wrestlers that are on this specific one. Yeah, some of these episodes are an hour, and some of them are like 26 minutes. So I don't know what's going on. That's really odd. It's weird. But whatever. Yeah, so it's fun. Yeah. Um, I got two more notes, and then we'll, we can get into today's show. So it's a, it's a quick one. I told you it was. And we got a couple like very small things I'll mention during the show, but... Um, Samoa Joe, we just talked about his situation last week uh, after essentially the Observer and Alvarez were kind of called out for potentially like 
blowing it out of abortion. Now, the situation with Joe is that as of the last word that Dave says he has gotten, no deal has been reached between the two sides. Both Joe and TNA management were going to going on the impression that they would be reaching a deal, and nobody is panicking with the idea that Joe would be leaving. Joe has denied being interested in leaving. So don't worry. We don't have a deal yet, but we will soon. And he's not going nowhere. He's not going nowhere. And finally, my last note, and um, it's kind of an interesting one. Uh, Bill Barons, who was going to head the Deep South Territory for WWE. Well, that's not happening because he is officially gone from go working, trying to work with WWE. Um, <sighs> Dave says this was no surprise and has been expected for some time. While this was not the reason he is gone, they were never happy that he was continuing to handle independent bookings for a lot of TNA talent, including AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels. He says, I believe that he is a non-compete period, so he can't go directly to TNA, but it wouldn't be a shock to me if he ends up working there again. Wow, that sucks, because I think he ended NWA Wildside to work with the WWE. Really? You know that, wow. I'm pretty sure. And uh, <clears throat> I actually reviewed the first NWA Wildside TV show for Wrestling Recaps uh, like last week or whatever. Surprisingly, not bad, and I plan on hopefully reviewing more but uh that started in like 99 and then closed in like 2005 i think hmm. which would coincide with his signing with wb that lasted um a few months that's so crazy wow but he's also well, he, i mean he's the agent of aj and daniel so he's gonna keep that well yeah i mean come on hey But anyway, that's what I got, Bob. It's a quick, it's a quick notes one, and like I said, it's kind of because the observer, as I noted, is it's kind of weird and split. So I kind of took notes that really we wouldn't have probably read on today's episode, but they were general enough that I figured, you know what, let's just throw them in, give us something to chat about here, especially because as you will probably be mentioning here in a minute, for some reason our version of this episode is a little shorter than normal. Right. Yeah. You t- you took a risk and it landed. <clears throat> you know, you you accomplished it. Uh, yeah, so let's get into the December 31st, 2005 edition of Impact. The runtime is 36 minutes and 6 seconds. Uh, to the best of our knowledge, there's nothing actually missing from this program in terms of, like, important things. Important, yeah. I, like I was telling Bob off air, I'm assuming there's a chance that maybe they cut some, like, DVD commercial stuff or something. Well, you said um, that there was a video like highlighting everything that happened in 05. Maybe that got cut from our version. Oh, wow. I didn't even think about that. Because that could be like a five-minute video package. Well, that's actually a really good point. So maybe we don't have the reliving 2005 stuff. Yeah. And so, you know what? If we don't, that's fine because we're going to do it ourselves anyways. Exactly. So it doesn't matter to me. Uh, if you want to watch along with us, head over to Impact Plus. Uh, of course, the runtime is going to be different on that, but... It's okay. Uh, or finding your own personal collection that works as well. I'm going to count down from three. And when I say play, I'm going to hit the play button. And then I'm also going to run down and get my chicken Alfredo because it has arrived. So here we go. <laughs> three, two, one, play. This is TNA. And Bob can't make fun of me because he's walking away. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait. Earlier today, Bullet Bob. Uh, Shane Douglas says... Your uh, plan to intercept Leron Killings did not work. 
Oh, he says truth. I didn't have a lot left with him, but. I know he's here today and I'm going to talk to him. OK. Well, he's going to try to get this situated done today's episode. Anyways, last week, Christian Cage and Santa Claus. As this is uh, happening here, an explosion match took place on and it aired on January 6th, 2006. So it's not a first match in 2006, but it's one of them. We saw Chris Saban and Lance Hoyt defeat John Bolin and Roderick Strong on that episode of Explosion. And that was the second-to-last Explosion match that was taped on this uh, taping. So we have one more Explosion match we'll talk about in two episodes that airs uh, after. Bob, just so you know, uh, Bob Armstrong is back, and he's going to try to get the situation fixed. That's all you missed. We're seeing Christian defeat Chris Harris from last week. Oh, he wasn't even plugged in. I was talking to him, and I didn't even know. Yeah, so what happened? You said Bob Armstrong is back. Yeah, so he they rushed him earlier today as Impact went on the air, and he's going to try to get this situation with 4 Life Crew solved on today's episode. Why does he even care? Why are we making Bob Armstrong trying to do that a big deal? I don't know. And we're in the impact zone. Very special New Year's Eve. Everyone is dressed up. Look at all the party hats. Oh, jeez. Whoa. I don't know if I can handle uh, 900 people blowing in those little fucking toys. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Oh, now this is prime time. Yeah, I mean, it's on at 8 o'clock. That's crazy. Monty Brown is wearing black tights. This is very different. He usually does not wear dark tights like that. It looks good in it. I like it. Ooh, on the back, it just says pounce. Mm-hmm. He's leaving his set in the ring. If here comes his partner, the NWA champion, Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Ain't I great? Don't piss me off, King of the Mountain. Slap on this, slap nuts. I know it's choke on this. It was a joke. What was that? Yeah. Gal Kim ringside. Look at that pyro. Oh my god, he got like lost in the fucking smoke. Yeah. My world. My world. Hmm. Oh no. Jackie Gata. Oh, jeez. 
Is she selling that skirt? I wonder. No. Knock it off. No, not that one. Hey, I got indie notes for uh, Jeff Jarrett. I thought you were about to say for Jackie Gata. <laughs> I could look it up. But. Uh, so December 16th at that Ring of Glory, the Great Commission show, BG James defeated Jeff Jarrett. So that probably what? means we'll never see that show ever. And then on December 29th, the NWA World Heavyweight Champion Jeff Jarrett defeated BG James uh, to retain the title at NWA Russell Birmingham. Um, Kenny King and Shark Boy are the opponents for Monty Brown and Jeff Jarrett, by the way. So, but don't you worry, we are brawling ringside. Well, they are a um, a dominant tag team. Now, I think it's not a coincidence here. Monty Brown is wearing black gear to match Kenny King's black gear, and Jeff Jarrett is wearing blue gear to match Shark Boy's blue gear. I don't think that's what they're doing, but okay. It's and they're fighting those people. I, oh, Shark Boy biting the butt of Jeff Jarrett. Do you think Shark Boy's ever did the bite on someone's butt and they like did a little fart on his head? I'm sure they did. Like I'm gonna I'm rib sure. you and fart on your head while you're. Biting I'm sure that Rikishi has done the stink face and farted in people's faces. He absolutely has. Well, didn't someone say on like a podcast that like. If he liked you, he'd make sure it was nice and clean and smells good. And then other times he'd go take a sh- giant shit and then do it. Yeah. Yeah. Or he wouldn't wash it for like three or four days. That's so fucked up. That's disgusting. Okay, we're in the ring again now. There's I have been no rules here. I feel like we're going to see a pound so this is going to be over within like seconds. Yeah, here we go. Pounce to Kenny King by Monty Brown. Pretty big. And you know that Jared's going to have to hit the stroke. Yep, he look, he's going right on Shark Boy. I want to point out, Jared did not touch uh, Kenny King once, I don't think, in this match. And and Monty Brown didn't touch Shark Boy. A double pin. Look how he's flapping to do the double pin. That was hilarious. He's like a fish out of water. Dude, that's so funny. I saw Kenny King um, got his release from Impact recently. Yeah, I saw that. I also found out that he's 42 years old. What? Yeah. Okay, the Sting music is playing now. If you were at this taping, you've seen this like four times now. I'm getting annoyed. If I'm like there. like this, I f- Is it coming can, out or what? I feel like you can tell right here, though. The crowd is not like cheering and excited because they mm-hmm. already know he's not coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they know they're not going to see him. I almost think that, I don't know, maybe this is just, maybe this is a dumb idea, but, like, how would you feel if Jarrett was, like, backstage and, like, there was just, like, random Sting, like, playing mind games backstage? Eh. Instead of just the music? Okay, Don West is asking right. Jackie Gata backstage what is happening with Jeff Jarrett. He's got to know. This is so bizarre. Is this a lover's quarrel? Oh, she said it's the furthest thing. <laughs> this is about business. This is about Jeff Jarrett keeping his word. Oh, J- 
Jeff promised Jackie Gata a uh, a shot on Spike TV. While she's sitting at home waiting for a phone call, I turn on the TV and I see little wench Gal Kim. So Jarrett promised Jackie Gata a spot on Spike TV and he used Gal Kim instead. This is live, right? Okay. Jeff, I know a little something that you don't oh, think that I know. That TNA management would love to have. So if you don't want to give me my money and make my life a living hell, well, you know what? The tables are about to turn. Because I will make your life a living hell. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Don was trying to know. And she goes, no, no, no. Jeff knows. Yeah, I'm not I, getting bizarre. I'm glad that we actually heard from her finally, though, instead of her just coming out yelling. Yeah, but it's still vague as shit. Like, they don't know. Yeah, but now we know it's not a lover's thing. We thought it was like they were like a, a love triangle. Well, she's or, saying that, like, she was supposed to be Jared's manager. Essentially, it seems like Jarrett was supposed to use her as the manager and yeah. used Gail Kim instead, and she's mad about that. Here comes A1. <laughs> she was sitting on her and her couch at home and saw, and Jarrett's screwing her. At 11 o'clock on a Saturday night, she was watching what she thought was going to be Velocity turn out, turn out to be Impact, and she's like, wait a minute. <clears throat> oh, huge the news, news at midnight. midnight. Up next, his opponent. Ryan. I hope the huge news is like we've signed Shannon Moore to a contract. It could be. And then he goes, You've been punked. You thought it was Sting? It's me. Ha, you've been punked. No. Could be. Rhino against A1. Who is ready for this? I'm very, very excited about this. Well, speaking of Rhino, you know those, um, that like profile kind of thing that we saw of him, the videos of him in Detroit and everything? Yeah. Well, there may be some more in the work, in the works here, um, but that's we don't have any other information besides that they may do more of those personality profiles like they did for him. Oh, just on other people? Yeah. This headlock locked in on A1. Oh, voting on TNAWrestling.com. The year-end awards. Voting ends tonight at midnight. Who's going to be wrestler of the year, I wonder? Phenomenal. I hope that Christian Cage is a... That would be so funny. He's, he's been here for like two months. He's wrestled like two matches. Wrestler year, Christian Cage. Look at that. Crossbody to the floor. Taking out A1. 
The intrigue in Bullet Bob. Yeah, I'm so interested. Formerly of the Four Life Crew. Bullet Bob could be the reason, the voice of reason to bring Four Life Crew back together. Conan doesn't even have a legitimate reason to turn on Cap. Well, right. But he doesn't trust him, so fuck it. Yeah, but there's been no reason not to trust him. Can't trust it. He usually sets up the gore with the spine buster, so here we go. Go oh on, God, go beat him? What the fuck? Okay. They must be fading out Team Canada because this is the second week in a row, maybe even third, that a Team Canada guy has done a clean job. Oh, oh. the more with a flag shot to the bat or a hockey stick. Oh, he's turning around. Rhino's got him in his sights. Oh. Begging off. No, 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 no. Please, no, 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 no. Who's coming up from behind? Uh, Bez. Everybody oh. knows that Bez is Canadian. Clubbering. Ah. He's just screaming. Oh, look at James Mitchell, that pro, wearing a different suit this week. Blue now. The detonator was just set off for the weapon of mass destruction. He literally did this. Well, that's the detonator, dude. Black hole slam on Rhino. That's so corny, though, dude. Five James Mitchell. Uh, uh, don't do that. <laughs> Team Canada and holy shit. All right, so you're telling me it's hands? Team Canada, AMW, Jeff Jarrett, Monty Brown, and Abyss? That's a lot. That's the whole fucking heel side. I was just gonna say it's almost the entire roster. Oh look at this. Uh-oh. Bob Armstrong and Conan. I just came here good at your side of the story. I'm not mad at anybody. My side of the story? I never liked Kip James. He thought BG was going to do something to him first. He goes by his senses because he grew up in the streets. It's addition by subtraction. Who cares now? Bob Armstrong says, we can fix this. It's never too late to try. Four life crew. Dominant force. 2006 could be our year. Who called you the first time you had that concussion? Yeah, it was you. Who invited you into their home when for Christmas dinner when all the airplanes were tied up? Oh, Conan says it was him. Family, dude. Yeah. Sky's the limit. You are, Conan. You are. He says perception. Yeah, perception is that Mahat. 
this fucking guy. No, he's already talked to him. He swears. All they want is a little communication. If I let you down, I'm sorry, man. Wow, dude. Bullshit, dude. He's so gonna fucking beat the shit out of Bob Armstrong. No. Bob Armstrong is gonna be bleeding buckets in about a week, probably, or whatever. Yeah, okay. X Division Champions in action up next. That's some old Joe. No. Roderick Strong. Wait, we've been informed by TNA management. Official announcement that will be changing the face of TNA in 2006 forever. Tonight at midnight, it's being made. Speaking of X Division, though, Bob, the Christopher Daniels Best of DVD will be available January 10th at most major retailers. Can't wait um, not to buy it. There's a bunch of matches on it, um, which you could guess most of. I can tell you if you want. However... The interesting part is there's actually going to be a 1984 match from Windy City Wrestling where he'll be doing commentary on it. What? Yep. Um, there's other upcoming releases scheduled. Uh, Bound for Glory, Genesis, The Best of the Bloodiest Brawls, Volume 1, Hard Justice, Slammiversary, and No Surrender. Wow. They're pumping out the DVDs quite a bit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, I got indie notes here. For uh, both these guys. So, uh, Roderick Strong on December 16th teamed up with Jack Evans to defeat two skinny black guys, which is El Generico in Human Tornado at Pro Wrestling Joe's Astonishing Maximus. <laughs> yep. And then the next night, uh, Ring of Honor Final Battle, Generation Next, which was Austin Aries and Roderick Strong. They won the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships. By defeating Sal Renaro and Tony Mamaluke. And then Samoa Joe here. Uh, December 16th, he defeated Davey Richards at that Pro Wrestling Cruella show. And then the injury that you're referencing for IWA Mid-South was the Revo- Revolution Strong Style Tournament first round match. Samoa Joe defeated a guy by the name of Tank. And in my history of IWA Mid-South, Tank is a, uh, well, the size of a tank. A uh, pretty large man, not necessarily the best in the world. So I'm completely speculating. I'm assuming that Tank probably fucked up and ended up hurting. Smart. X Division needs to get punked. Are we doing this again? Yeah, Bob, we do this every X Division match. Oh, Dave Hebner is there too. And Don Harris, of course. Wait, consultant basis only. So Dave Hebner is hired, they're saying. He's consulting for TNA, whatever the fuck that means. Oh, that towel is now turning brown. Dude, it looks so nasty now. Dave Hebner taking notes, watching this X Division match unfold. So is is he, like, going to potentially manage people? So he's, like, scouted now Joe... Daniels, Abyss. I mean, Saban was in the match with Abyss. Saban. Whatever. Is it X Division guys he's scouting? Maybe. <clears throat> but I feel like this usually means that he'll manage somebody out of total left field that we don't even know. It'll be like Ron Kellings. No, it'll be like even it'll be even worse than that. It'll be like Lex Lovett. 
We wanted to push him back in uh, 2004, but here we go. We got him with Dave Hebner, Lex Levette. Yeah, Joe needs a new towel, by the way. Yeah, he does. Roger Strong bloody Daniels take... again and get a new towel. Yeah. Oh, my God. A couple clotheslines and a kick staggers Joe. Full oh. Nelson. Oh, my God. A backbreaker. God, Over the knee. Oh, God. The Messiah of the backbreaker. I'm a big, I'm a fan of Roddy Strong. I really enjoy him. Yeah, I like Roddy Strong a lot. Especially 2005, uh, well, 2005, 2006 for Roddy Strong when he gets a whole bunch of Ring of Honor title matches that go 40 minutes and he loses every single one of them. That's what oh, it's wow. fun. I haven't seen a lot of young Roderick Strong matches. You you'd need to. And I have a whole bunch. I may have a whole bunch on okay. a hard drive, allegedly, oh. potentially. Okay. I can share it with you at some point. Yeah, we'll have but, to get oh, together. Man, there you go. Muscle Buster. You're gone. Boom. That's good. That's the end of that. Coquina Clutch locked mm-hmm. in now. Taps he instant. immediately taps out. Immediately. Instant tap on. Yeah. No, it's funny with Roddy Strong. Like, he... He probably should have won the Ring of Honor title in like 05, 06, and then they waited to put the title on him until 2011. Holy shit. It's like, Jesus Christ. Really, guys? You could, you had to wait five years? Ridiculous. Morphoplex move of the night. It's the muscle luster, in case you were wondering. I can't believe Morphoplex is still like a sponsor. I wonder how long that goes for. Okay, final resolution. Daniels is the challenger. I know there's wait, a period of time where like five hour wait, energy like stops the show. Too. Something's going on backstage with Conan Bauer Armstrong. Tell is me he's he... dead. <gasps> Who is that? Dude. Three on one on a six six. Is that Apollo? That's um, fucking Apollo and homicide. Oh my god. Dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Homicide's here. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. You go tell BG and Kip. Don't send an old man to do their dirty work. Spits on him too. That's, see, that's good. Now, I wish he was bleeding. Look, he's holding the knee. I wish Bob would have done a blade job. They could have even I, done some fake Also was not there. expecting it to be right now that they beat the shit out of him. Dude, let's fucking go. I'm fucking ready for That was this. good. I like that. James I'm glad Homicide's here. I like Homicide. Dude, I'm so ready for this. So ready. I, I mean, Apollo, I, I'm indifferent about, but, you know. I'm actually really surprised to see um, Apollo sticking around here. Yeah. If there's partner has asked to leave. Yeah, that definitely tells us Siaki's not coming back. Yeah. Dude, I did not think that we were about to see Homicide's debut here on this episode. No way. No wow. Way. James Storm out here for his main event match. I think it's the main event. Not even in front of the crowd. So the crowd did not see that. Yeah. It's weird. I wonder, you know what? I wonder if 
<clears throat> if they would have made it a bigger group, if Siaki stuck around, would Siaki have been in oh. the group? I wonder. I doubt it. Kone's been pushing to there, get Hama. Apollo. They, well, they're saying Apollo, and they, they've been wanting to get Hama. Well, Conan specifically has been yeah. wanting to get Homicide in. Wow. All right, I got uh, one Indian note here for uh, AJ Styles. It's actually a, a televised event in Japan. Whoa. Global impact news, guys. Uh, okay. Uh, so on December 29th, AJ Styles defeated PD Williams at BML Illusion 2. And Corican Hall in Tokyo, Japan. And that match went 17 minutes and 44 seconds. And that's our last Indian note for 2005. Wow, that's crazy. I have one more note I can give you now. I might as well just get out of the way because it's a quick one. Shane Douglas' wife gave birth to their second child last week. So that's exciting did, news. Did he name the kid Sean? Is that why Bob got confused? I don't know about that. Think of controversy in Canada, dude, and all the controversy events that happened in 2005. Leapfrog by Styles comes back with a drop kick on Storm. Beautiful, as always. Or should I say, phenomenal. Phenomenal. <laughs> Simply phenomenal. More of AJ Styles and James Storm. Nope. Dog's excited about this main event. Up next, the UFC Best of 2005, which is what this is kind of like leading into when this aired. And then once the Best of UFC 2005 is over... They'll be going back to the impact zone for the breaking news. Big knee drop by Styles. Harris and Gail Kim are ringside, by the way. It's a good point from uh, Mike Tanay. The longer this goes, advantage has to go to AJ Styles. Storm's a tag team wrestler, and Styles has had many long uh, singles matches here, especially in TNA. Storm? Go, oh, he's about to see the eye of the storm. And down he goes. Sure do. Oh, he's crying. He's in pain, dude. He's hurt. Ouch. It's one of the most brutal fights I've ever seen. Oh, we didn't pay attention to Storm's boo-boo phase. Um, I don't think he had one. That's why. Oh, shit. Is he about to beat AJ? No. Oh. Maybe he didn't mind because it's AJ Styles. How can you be mad about it? Oh, right. Yeah, because I mean, usually he'd have uh, like a sad face if he was losing to Slash or something. Right. Oh, are they like 
You see people in the crowd, they're literally batting balloons in the air. Well, dude, it's a celebration for New Year's. <clears throat> You're not even paying attention to the match. They've been here for four hours. Yeah. You're telling me right now that at a four-hour TNA taping, you'd be batting balloons in the air? I wouldn't. Exactly, you wouldn't. So nor should they. I do like that last week they handed out Santa hats. And now this week they handed out New Year's hats to make it yeah, seem like, yeah. oh, look how excited the crowd is about the New Year's show. Like, it does help, though. Yeah. See, I'm the type of fan where they'd be like, oh, welcome to the New Year's Eve show. And I'd be like, it's December 13th. <laughs> this isn't live. I can't wait for the new, when we watch the New Year's special, Bob. And there's the countdown and everyone's like, what? And it's like literally three weeks before the New Year. They're not doing that, are they? They're doing a countdown. They're doing a countdown to the new year? Yeah, at midnight. Three so it's weeks already... before the new year? I think, yeah. Oh my god. I'm pretty there's sure no we heard way. that there's going to be a countdown. No, probably a countdown to the announcement. It's to the new year, I'm thinking. And the announcement Gee. not being it's a new year. A Pele kick by Styles after he countered the super kick by James Storm. Both men down. I hear noisemakers. I hear horns. The crowd is into this. They're ready to celebrate the New Year's. They're not going to watch Dick Clark's New Year's extravaganza on ABC. They're going to watch TNA Impact. Ryan Seacrest's New Year's special. I hate him. (laughs) He's just so phony. I hate phoniness. Speaking of, um, I, I that's guess... why working in retail, I don't have a retail voice because I'm not phony. Somebody asks me for help, I act annoyed because I am annoyed. Dude, yeah, you do. I've seen you at the store, dude. You are like, whew. yeah. Stop. Sometimes I'm like, should I even say hi to my friend? Because, well, a lot of times Dallas shows up and he's like, hey, do uh, you have any AEW figures in the back? And then I got to go, go all the way to the back. You went to the back once for me. Search the fucking bins for 20 minutes and then be like, nope, don't have them. But I actually do. But I was like, no, I don't. And then just continue on with my life. So. I, only, I need two more right now. Can your store, can you please restock them? His hair is knocked down off the edge. He was trying to, he was trying to uh, distract Styles. Crossbody referees distracted though, by the way. So you know Gal Kim's about to get involved. Is look yeah. at there she is climbing up the ropes. Harris trying to get in the ring now. Here comes Gal Kim. Hurricane uh, Ron, no. No way. Styles caught her. Styles clash? No. Oh, he hit him with a oh, beer bottle. A bottle to the back of the head of Styles. AJ didn't go down though. That's weird. Yeah. Super kick. Oh. That's why. Is he gonna win? Holy whoa, shit. whoa, dude. What the fuck? We were way wrong. Way wow. wrong. I like that finish, though. That was good. That's fine with me. Oh, here's Daniels. Longtime rival of AJ. Oh, no, you son of a bitch. Yeah, you see what they're doing? He doesn't have a bo- the volume, bro. Oh, that's hilarious, dude. He's got another one. He's like, look, it's not broke. Because Daniels is saying he broke it. And he's trying to tell dude, the fans. don't you fucking reverse that decision. Uh, we're going to commercial. 
The referee decision stands. That's always been the rules. Okay, commercial break, though. He's got a Morphoplex fucking shirt on still. Always. How many different Morphoplex shirts does he have? Okay, we're back from commercial. I've been watching from the back, and I've seen what's going on. I've been, I've conferred with Christoph O'Daniels. Two thousand six, the new year's gonna start with total nonstop action on Spike TV. And at the stroke of midnight, we're gonna settle this confrontation. Um, oh boy. Chris Harris and James Storm, right at midnight for the tag team titles. Mm-hmm. AMW against the fallen angel Christopher Daniels and AJ Styles. Wow. Dude, that's huge. Obviously, they're not like a, a tag team, but the guys all involved in this is... Right. What's more TNA than that? So, it sounds like the decision stands. They straight hands! Oh, and then here they get uh, AMW's coming in to attack them, but Daniels has the upper hand over there. Gail Kim sop on Daniels' back. His storm is getting the upper hand on Styles. Now call me crazy. Do you start 06 with new tag team champions? Uh, dude. I don't know. Part, part of me says you do. Maybe you might not. Because then. Now, Team 3 would be pissed, but. Oh, well. Now, okay. I can't wait to start speculating when we watch this match, dude. But just like. Imagine. Team 3D has had this feud with them the whole time. Never won the tag team titles. Right. And now we get essentially two singles guys in the tag team, right? And they win the titles, and Team 3D doesn't get to be AMW for the titles. <laughs> I don't know, man. Christian Cage just helped um, even this out. Whoa, hold on a second. <sighs> Nobody tune off of Spike TV. Because at the stroke of midnight, they keep saying that. The stroke of midnight. So you got Christian Cage trying to keep people on Spike TV. Don't turn Spike For three off. hours. TNA management is going to make the announcement. Oh, of the newest member of the newest. Yeah, the newest member of the total nonstop action roster. He's not going anywhere. That's how I roll. Tonight at midnight, the first title match of 2006. And the big announcement. Well, I would uh, I would put Daniels and Styles in that little war group over uh, Team 3D. We go off the air. And Ron. If you had your core four is Sting, Styles, Daniels, and Cage on the babyface side. Yeah, but I think, you, I listen, I, I don't disagree with you because I like all those guys. But they're not going to put two X division guys in in the that group. They're just not going to do it. I know, but they should. I don't like. They've been. They always be talking about 
the X division is so exciting. Blah, 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 blah. I know, I know. They're not going to do it though. They could easily do it, and then just fucking utilize um, Saban as your like top X division guy. I'm not disagreeing with you. So stupid. Well, anyway, Bob, what do you think? Our New Year's Eve special episode. Of uh, I, I thought that was a good show. I think that was a really good show. I think that was better than last week for sure. It was absolutely better than last week. Um, and last week wasn't bad, but this one at least, right. you know, we had some good action on this one. That Bob Armstrong thing, dude, I am so freaking hyped right now. That I honestly thought that they would have dragged that out till the like January seventh show or whatever. Have the little meeting and then be no, no. What do they do? They wait six minutes. And Bob Armstrong is beaten up backstage by Apollo Homicide and Conan. The Homicide debut? I almost, I don't, how do you feel that it was just like, hey, that's Homicide. Inst- instead of like having like him like have a bandana on or like a mask. Do you think they should have maybe dragged it out in that way of like, no. let's tease who he is? No, because the, people wouldn't have known who, who he was. So then you have the risk of a uh, right, right. disappointing I, reveal. Like, oh, it's Homicide. People are like, who? Who the fuck is homicide? Who is homicide? Yeah. yeah. That's fair. It is a very fair point. I like that a lot. I like uh I like LAX, so Yeah, dude. I am uh very excited about that situation. And you know what? It definitely makes this whole three live crew thing a lot more interesting, doesn't it? Because now you have Kip and BG James. Ron Killings is out of everything. He's done. But now you got the you have um Conan, Apollo, and um, Homicide. Essentially, Conan's like, these are my dudes. They're, they, he, could, he doesn't even have to work. He can just be the manager and be like, they're, they're going to take care of my business and take out these guys. Well, I wonder how Homicide, or not Homicide, I wonder how Conan feels because obviously it's like a three-on-three feud now. Kip, BG, and Bob, Conan, Apollo, Homicide. Conan is matching up with Bob. Yeah, well, he took care of that already. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if there were a, if there was a six man tag match, then he's fighting Bob Armstrong. Conan's the old guy in the group, so he's gonna take on yeah. the old guy in the new three life crew. You're not wrong. <clears throat> I hope Bob Armstrong has a uh, an appearance in like a rap video to really signify the oh, three wow. life crew. It's a cool idea uh, formation there. Like where your head's at. Yeah. Wow. It just makes sense to me. Why not? Um, well, yeah, so that was pretty cool. Um, as we've mentioned about 17 times already, um, in just 24 hours from the release of this video, or uh, not video, uh, podcast, we'll be covering the New Year's Day special, where we will see that tag match take place uh, from the same night that this happened, but it's in 2006, mm-hmm. uh, technically, and we will be doing our recap our review, year in review of 2005, arguably one of my absolutely favorite years in TNA history. So, yeah, I gotta, I gotta agree with that. 2006 is gonna be quite the memorable year. Yeah, 2006, I can't freaking wait for this one. <clears throat> and like I've said before, the pay per views here in 2006 are fucking really good. <laughs> well, we we thought, yeah, so. We were saying 2005s are good, and they they were. I mean, the pay per views were, I'd say overall. It was like great. second half, the second half of the year. Yeah. 2006 though. <sighs> yeah. 
business is about to pick up, but we will uh, we will get into that as we move forward. Yep. So uh, we have the New Year's Day special coming up, where AJ and Christopher Daniels, AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, once rivals, now tag team partners. They shook hands. That's the uh, X Division code, shaking hands. Apparently, there's also right. a bonus code, but what do I know? But that would signify some kind of unity here. And they are going to be challenging America's Most Wanted for the NWA Tag Team Championships mm-hmm. right at midnight on January 1st, 2006. And of course, Christian Cage is going to be part of the major announcement of the newest member of the TNA roster. I wonder who it could be. I don't know. I don't know. I guess you're going to have to find out at the next episode. I can't even say next week because it's just like in a couple hours. So join us as we begin 2006 next week. Right here on the TNA Cross Line Podcast. Oh, wow. Oh, wow.